back, everybody, to the livest show on the interwebs, podcast or otherwise. Kevin, who would we be? We are TV channeling. Annaling, annaling, annaling. Yes! I'm so excited to be back because we're back with another part of our Quibi special. Part four, actually. Our Quibi series. <laughs> our, I'm it's sorry. Our, it's our Quibi. <laughs> it's our Quibi Curious special. Episode four. Four, four, four. Yes. <laughs> so. You know, the interesting thing is we keep coming back for more, punishment or otherwise, but we keep coming back for more from Quibi. And so this is part four, and we have some really interesting reviews for you this time. Yeah, we're so excited. There, There's no denying that there is a lot happening over on Quibi. And um, so we have four other shows. We've been through so many, but we got four more, Taji, that we're going to talk about. So let's get this party started and try to satisfy your curiosity. So (laughs) so the first show we're talking about is a comedy called Aqua Donkey. Uh. (laughs) Sorry, go ahead. Do you want to share the synopsis? Go ahead and share the synopsis. Okay. What stands between MP and Jer and the one true love of their life? Jackie. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, I read that. The punctuation threw me off. No, no, right. <laughs> All right. So, what stands between MP, Jer, and the one true love of their life, Jackie? Nothing except six sunsets, uh, kneeboarding, uh, sashes, and uh, synchronized rooftop gainers, and their boss, Rob. So, no, not Rob, Rod. All right. So, what did you think? Of Aqua Donkey. <laughs> shouldn't, shouldn't it be called Agua Ass? Because this is just a foolish show. I I'm sorry. I this show really could have been a, a YouTube amateur show just with a lit it has a little more production value. In fact, nowadays no. But it it has a very indie feel. But to me, not in a polished way. They, I, what do you think? <laughs> that was a struggle. Um, but you know what's funny? I actually know what you mean. Uh, as far as the look of the show, it it looks like a '90s independent film. Uh, it looks like it was shot on somebody's iPhone or something, uh, and not a new iPhone. We're not talking not not an iPhone uh, uh, X or uh, no. We're we're talking like I, my iPhones, uh, uh, my the, old iPhone the six. One. So yeah, or <laughs> iPhone iPhone five or something. So yeah, it does not look great. Um, but I will tell you a little bit about the what gives you a vibe for the show. I will say the very first scene tells you what you're gonna get. So in the opening scene, uh. Uh, Jer is uh, at the bottom of a pool and he's trying to uh, inc- uh, uh, surpass his personal best time at holding his breath underwater. And so instead of p- cleaning their customer's pool, they're actually, you know, uh, uh, 
uh, MP is uh, is timing him while Jer's at the bottom of the pool. But he's down there too long. And then finally, uh, MP jumps into the water and pulls him to the surface. So it turns out that his puka shell necklace was stuck in the drain. And that's why he was down there so long, unconscious and about to die. So um, uh, MP runs to uh, the homeowner and says uh, to the, uh, the one that answers the door, um, my friend uh, was uh, uh, was underwater because his, his necklace got caught and he's unconscious. I need you to do CPR on him. And so she says, oh, I don't know how to do CPR, but I can go get my dad uh, to do it. And he goes, oh, well, um, uh, I can't. He goes, uh, I can teach. I can talk you through it because um, I can't. Uh, I'm certified, but I can't do it because I'm not gay. And so she goes, well, I can't do it. So let me go get my dad because he knows CPR. And he goes, oh, but my friend isn't gay either. So, no, he can't do it. So that tells you what kind of show this is. That right there. Right off the top. So um, there's that. And so like in the synopsis that I so badly read, the uh, they're both obsessed with this with their co-worker, uh, Jackie. And um, so they find out when they get uh, uh, they get back to the office that Jackie is newly single because she was crying because she just recently broke up with her boyfriend and so the boss gives her the rest of the day off and so the guys are, are this is their time to shine they're going to make a move on Jackie they get a horse drawn carriage to come and they want to basically ask Jackie out the boss finds out and says no um, you can't ask her out and uh, this is a workplace that's not professional and so uh they basically ask well why not and how come you know this is wrong and so the boss says you know you would make her feel uncomfortable and she's important to uh this company so if anybody's gonna ask anybody out she has to ask you out so then the guys try to take advantage of this loophole and um uh what which was actually the funniest part of the show to me was when they try to do this and so what ends up happening is um trying to do this with uh, one of them says to the other one they walk in while jackie's back at work the next day and uh uh jer uh, uh says uh the fact that like you know oh my god you know remember you remember how on friday we were supposed to go to this incredible mexican restaurant um uh, but unfortunately i can't go with you and so then um the other one's like oh no but i already have i already made reservations uh, uh to eat on the uh on the uh outdoor uh patio oh no i guess i can just eat by myself and so then the other one, other one goes oh you know what that you know what that reminds me you know that incredibly cool steakhouse that we were supposed to go to and then afterwards we were supposed to go dancing at that exclusive dance club i'm not gonna be able to make it oh no <laughs> so <laughs> i thought that was cute and so and then the boss is like outside and so anyway for some reason this girl is clueless that they're trying to get her to ask them out but um they're all clueless yeah the the it's kind of it's it, it the the weird vibe is I wasn't sure where this was supposed to be taking place if this was supposed to be like L.A. or a small beach city or where this was supposed to be taking place at but I actually looked it up it's, it actually was filmed in uh, Salt Lake City yeah so, you know what it had a vibe more like um like uh, uh, Arizona or something like that so it didn't feel like 
LA. But they were they felt like they were soup they were beach dudes and they and they're like at one point they're putting like lemon juice on their hair to get highlighted. Yes, the highlighted tips, yeah. <laughs> so it's it's a weird little show. There's no denying it. I think that one of the hard things about this format that Quibi has of these six minute, seven minute increments, because again, for those of you who are new to the party, the Quibi party, uh Quibi stands for quick bites. So no episode is longer than ten minutes. Most episodes are around six to seven minutes long. And so to introduce characters and get people emotionally invested in six or seven minutes is pretty tough. It is. I, I will give you it's it's a very it's an uphill battle. But here's the thing. I, and I was just talking about this the other day. I think that you look at short form content creation platforms like what Vine was until Twitter uh, killed it. Look at TikTok and how in where TikTok it's like 15 seconds, right? Uh, I mean, you could go up to 60, but most people do about 15 seconds. And look how so many people are able to tell a story in that 15 seconds. <sighs> So I really don't, you have 10 minutes here. You've said nothing is going to be longer than 10 minutes. So the fact that you're not able to develop things within that time frame, that's plenty of time. I'm not going to say it's easy, but that's plenty of time if it's well-planned. Because again, I'm going to point to amateurs on social media platforms where there's a limited amount of time who are able to do it. Uh, look at Snapchat. So people are able to tell a story of like, you know, 10 snaps or whatever. You know, Tachi, you know, I have to give you credit. That is an excellent point. I'm, I Maybe Quibi should open up the floor to uh, amateurs because I think what's happening is you have TV writers and screenwriters mm -hmm. who are used to writing um, either feature feature length films that they're cutting up into six to ten minute increments, and basically they're just giving you a regular movie, but they're basically cutting it up into you know a dozen pieces, and that, that are doing a are, are people that are who wrote a classic sitcom and they're dividing it into six minute episodes, but it's still a classic sitcom kind of framing, and they don't really have the uh, the wherewithal or they're not used that muscle to try and tell a whole story because there's this girl on twitter and uh, also I, th I think it originated on uh on tiktok that just still everybody that i that i saw that saw this video i read the comments and the comments went on it took me like uh, over an hour to read all the comments there were so many comments i don't know if you saw this video there was a video where a girl's talking about she's she's sitting in her car and she's talking about what happened to her at walgreens how uh, she's and she's saying how like i went into walgreens and there was this girl this, this this woman who refused to wear a mask and she said i don't have to wear a mask america's free and 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 so and she was being really rude to the cashier and she goes and then this woman just came up to her and started spraying uh uh started spraying Bath and Body Works signature uh, fragrance, warm vanilla sugar in her face, and so she reaches into her purse. She goes, he goes, and I do it again, and that was the. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> 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 and uh, see, exactly, exactly. And you make an excellent point in terms of, okay, so one of the founders of Quibi is Jeffrey Katzenberg. Everybody knows that he's a Hollywood producer. And he, 
this is not unknown to Hollywood either. If you look at a lot of these film festivals and people that are making short films, these are short films. A short film, you know, often is no more than 10 minutes and they're able to have a beginning, middle and end and a, a resolution at the end. So I don't understand why that what they're trying to do is keep the same format of television in this and it is different. You have to think differently about it. So... Yeah. Mm. Well, the, the the real test will be how long Quibi can survive because it, it needs to find itself. I think that when TikTok first uh, launched uh, here in America, people were like, well, what is it? What are you going to, why, huh? And then all of a sudden it's just like, there are people that have just found, they found their groove on TikTok and they can stop creating. And so when you're limited in a certain way, it can, it, you can feel limited, but in a way it can free your creativity. You and I met on a platform called Anchor, and initially you had two minutes uh, that you could record, and you and I did a whole bunch with those two minutes. Uh, now, obviously, people are thinking like, how could you guys do anything that only lasted two minutes long? Well, we found a way back then. Now we're like, we'll talk as long as we want. Exactly. But back then, when we when you when we were under the gun to to get it done in two minutes, you get it done. So I think that if if the platform has long enough to be uh, to be around and have people that can figure out the format and how to use it and how to work it, then I think you'll you'll start to see things that don't feel like traditional things just chopped up because this doesn't feel like this was designed for this format. It just feels like it was, you know, uh, divided up randomly. Yeah, absolutely. Like this was stuff that they were going to shoot maybe anyway, you know, and then they're like, oh, well, we'll just chop it up into parts. But I've learned, you know, from personal experience that it's just better to, like, for example, I have one of my clients, we shoot things and we do, uh, we have our own series. And what we were doing initially was I was just letting, I was directing him, but I was just letting him kind of talk and flow. And then, you know, it was brought to our attention and, you know, I would cut it off at a point that made sense, but then it was brought to our attention. It was like, you know, it feels better probably if there was a beginning, middle and end. And I know this from, you know, my training. So I'm, we're like, you know what? You're right. So now we have tried, we have actually specifically done the episodes like in no more than three minutes. So whatever you have to say, so that means scripting it out. That means really thinking about it rather than just having a rough outline. So, you know, it can be done. You just have to know that it needs to be done. I don't know that they know that. Oh, all right. So let's move on to the final question about uh, Aqua Donkeys. So Tachi, when it comes to Quibi's Aqua Donkey, not donkeys, Aqua Donkey singular, are you going to keep streaming or are you going to float on? I have already gotten on my floaty and I am going down the Limpopo River. I know. <laughs> no. No. Oh, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Um, what, right. what, what about you when it comes to Agua? Is, and I, it's actually Agua. Agua? Uh, okay, I'm, I'm yeah. Agua. Okay, Agua. You're agua, right. yeah. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. I thought it was Aqua. Okay. Anyway, Agua, yeah. Agua donkeys. Okay. Well, anyway, um, yeah. When it comes to whatever kind of donkeys these are, oh uh, uh, yeah. Bye. Uh, <laughs> I am. I am. I. I too am on my floaty as well. And not mm. only am I on the floaty, I'm paddling to get away from it. Yeah, and you know, here's the thing. I 
maybe it would be a little bit more forgivable. I think maybe the point is to have it kind of kitschy 1990s, like low produced looking to mimic something like that. But then you can't also have mediocre acting. Yeah, it's it's going for like a stoner comedy vibe, but it's just it's not that funny. And again, if the show were to have been like a regular sitcom where you you have like your they have they have you for 22 minutes initially to kind of get you to find something redeeming about these characters that you want to spend more time with them then maybe they could get you kind of hooked in but the idea that these guys are trying to win this girl who there's nothing particularly interesting about the girl that they're pursuing there's nothing particularly interesting about them i just it just there's really no i I, i'm not I'm not on the edge of my seat. Like, are they gonna are they gonna win her? Or is their love of her gonna destroy their friendship? I don't care. I don't I, care. I no, I don't care either. And really quickly, let me tell you what this is kind of it's not really a big parallel, but I found some similar vibes to one of my favorite films, Napoleon Dynamite. So it was trying to have a similar type of indie kind of strange, weird vibe, but it falls short. Yeah, you know, it needs to be weirder or it needs to go go full fledged into the weirdness because it was not even it was not weird enough to keep your attention. And the characters were not believable enough to connect with as any kind of like real people that would exist on the planet. So if you're going to basically do that and create characters that don't seem like they would exist in reality, you got to go way weirder to, to keep people's interest, I think. Exactly. LaFonda weird. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's keep it moving. So Okay, so the, the next one. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. You go ahead. Okay. The next one, Useless Celebrity History. I like the name. <laughs> <laughs> it is a great name. I like that name. So basically, Olympian and comedian Alan, sorry, Adam Rippon will celebrate the anniversary of the most iconic pop culture moments by giving you the celebrity history lesson you need and deserve so kevin give us some some spiel on what you thought about uh, celebrity history i mean you okay to, to give you an idea of what kind of uh, history lessons we're going to be getting from this show the first episode deals with may 4th 2015 uh when rihanna rocked the most legendary met gala ever and it goes into detail about that particular met gala and uh how rihanna stole the show and uh that particular met gala the theme was uh uh china through the looking glass and so he throws some serious shade at uh uh lady gaga and he goes uh she embraced the chinese theme by wearing a kimono that is japanese Japanese. exactly (laughs) so i was like ouch 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 and so um he goes through the whole kind of the met gala and how rihanna ruled the whole thing but then it goes into this like weird comedy thing where he gets a california king sized uh duvet and uh and lines it with fur on the edge and then he uh gets out of like a car and he goes to pink's uh hot dogs a very famous uh, uh, place here in la and he gets a hot dog he orders the rihanna hot dog 
and he eats that. Then he thinks he has time before the next Met Gala, so he goes to see a movie, and he walks past people, and he's dragging his giant train, like Rihanna had this giant train on this giant uh, coat that she was wearing that was all bedazzled. Uh, anyway, and so he's mimicking that, and then someone tells him on the street that the Met Gala is actually in New York, and that's kind of the end of the episode. And um, to give you an idea of some other episodes, I actually looked at a little bit of the second episode, which was when um, Harry Styles left One Direction. So that was another historical moment that needed to be uh, dealt with. And then uh, the next episode, episode three, deals with the final episode of friends so the first half of the show he, he gives you a little bit of a history lesson of what happened but then he does some kind of comedy thing and the comedy thing he did for the the harry styles one direction episode was he he goes to this like i guess training camp to be a boy band or whatever to me where the show falls flat is the comedy part if it was just i i have no problem with the with like some fun little pop culture bites in fact if you want to even save more time as far as have even quicker bite of this show just watch the part the first half of the show the first three minutes of the six minutes watch them tell you about rihanna and how she slayed at the met gala and then watch the next episode because the whole comedy part just falls flat and the comedy parts that i did watch were not funny but the actual part about the little moment in pop culture that was fun I agree. Now, here's the thing. I think it's really, I think it's a neat concept to talk about these moments in pop culture history because you have these like moments in tech history, et cetera. And you know, I, you don't really don't see much about today in pop culture history and those types of things. So I think that type of quick little bite could be really cool, not just on Quibi, but on a number of different platforms. So this could cross platform, which would be, you know, really cool. Uh, but I agree. The comedy part fell flat. You spent all that time developing the, because I, I first, I didn't know where he was until then he said pinks. I said, wait a minute, isn't that LA? Do they have one in New York now? So all this time I'm thinking he's in New York and he's going to go and try and get in to the Met and like the gala is going to be over or so, or the gala's not, you know, that type of thing. And I'm like, but that, what's the point then if he's not even in New York, that doesn't make even make any well, sense. That, that that's whole, supposed to, that's supposed to be funny, but it just seems stupid. Who but it's not funny. Gala takes in New York. It just was stupid. It was Well, funny. that's what I'm saying because I mean, that's the wrong part you chose. That's you chose to, to harp on the wrong part of it, the part that you, so you're getting ready and all of that. And then it's, it's just not funny. My thing is that would have been, if you wanted to do that, that's the type of thing you do if you're actually in New York. And you make it, you know, that's that's the only way. Oh, it can what, work. what 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 would have been funny is if he actually showed up in that getup because it truly was just a giant duvet with like yes. a fur line. And if he show and he shows up in that in some stretch pants, if he came to the real Met Gala and security basically escorted him away, yes, that would have been yes. hilarious. That would that would have worked. That would kind of like tantamount to when remember when they were doing the. Uh, what, what was it the democratic convention or the republican convention and or the uh debate and stephen colbert was there as you know his alter ego stephen colbert exactly. that really kind of thing yeah. and he tried to get on the stage and they kept trying to chase him away that type of thing where you're taking comedic risks of being thrown out physically that type of thing is where you're taking it there and it just this just does not have that 
Yeah, and then the the bit that he did in episode two, the boy band camp, and it's just it wasn't even like they hired extras to be other boy band. It was just him and a friend of his in a wig and some other woman, and they're like yelling at him to wave faster and and pretend to sign autographs. It was just stupid. It wasn't funny. But the beginning part of the little history lesson about what happened with One Direction and where they came from, uh, I didn't know the whole story of that. So it was the little story about how what happened and and the success. The the funny thing that Zane was the one I didn't remember this. Zane was the one to leave One Direction first, and um, where the hell is Zane at now? No one knows. He, I think their people are putting him on milk cartons, old school style, where he's because he's missing. And um, and but Harry Styles basically did one more album with One Direction, and then he's like, I don't need these guys. It's all about me now. And now he's the he's a huge star. He's making movies, and um, and and all the money is going directly to him. And the other guys are, I guess, they're basically leading the search for Zane. Gosh. Oh. All right, no. Tachi. So when it comes to useless celebrity history, so you I had can't to scroll. I had to scroll. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to keep streaming or are you, wait, wait, or, or are you going to float on? I forgot our thing. <laughs> are you going to keep <laughs> streaming or float on? I actually, in the time you were talking about this, went and bought a new flamingo floaty, and I <laughs> am getting my pink's hot dog and floating on down the L.A. River. I just, this, there's so much promise to this because I think it's such a cool concept, but it, it falls flat, and it needs, but here's the thing, it needs more context. You know, when they, with the, in that first episode, when he was talking about all these things, I'm like, but it needs more context. So that's what happens when you try to cram too much into a short amount of time. You lose everything. Lose the comedy bit and develop the other Oh, I was going to say, if he lost the comedy bit, he could actually give the context to the, he didn't even mention Anna Wintour's name. How do you mention the Met Gala and not Without Anna, Anna Wintour? Wintour. Huh? I just like, seriously? Blasphemy. Blasphemy. Yeah, so take off the, of the, the those three men should have been developed up about what, because he says that this is a big deal. He said it's like fashion, the Oscars of fashion, but he didn't explain the history of it or, or where it came from or why it's a big deal that it is uh, and who's behind it. Do that and then give us the story of Rihanna basically taking this, taking it and stealing it and making it her own. Give us that story and keep the com- yeah, comedy bit, save, save that for open mic night. He could have even, uh, you didn't need to talk about Lady Gaga or any of those other celebrities. You could have just said blanketly, there were a whole bunch of other celebrities. Some kept to the theme, some didn't, but there was one who stole the show. And that should have been the, because by that time, you're already halfway into your uh, episode with everything that you he did. Leave it alone. Now, see, so, I disagree. I do think he did need to show other people what other people wore because it gave you an idea of how epic what Rihanna did was. Because oh, yeah, no, other no, no. people's outfits. Go ahead. I agree, but I think he spent too much time on, on that. There that's was, fair. I, he went through, I think, about three or four different celebrities, but that's not what this is about. And had he done one or two and then showed some sweeping shots of what other celebrities were wearing, just done like a little montage, you would have then seen, and then bam, Rihanna. That's just me, though. I mean, there are a number of ways you could do it, but, but you know, off of me and on to you. When it comes to useless celebrity history, are you going to keep watching? <laughs> You're as bad as me. <laughs> or float on. 
Oh my god. Okay, you have your uh you have your hot dog floaty. I have my pizza floaty. We're going to we're going to carb it up and I'll float with you cuz yeah, uh, I I I if the show was what the show I just described, if the whole show was just the uh the the day in history and the background about the historic moment and what made it historic um or epic, that to me is the show of, alone. I don't need the comedy bit. You the the idea on its own is strong enough without the comedy absolutely i i agree see quibi needs to hire us oh my god we would oh, we would rock it and you know what's funny i even have a better name for the show i'm gonna save it for us i'm gonna i'm not gonna say it on the air don't say it on the air you'll, you'll discover it on quibi or on some other platform you're like oh my god i i was listening to the show with the the, the day that the, the moment in pop history when kevin and tati came up with the idea for their own show all right so let's keep it moving. So our next victim, I mean, our next show is, <laughs> <laughs> is when the streetlights go on. All right. Uh, a, du- <laughs> a double homicide in a small Midwestern suburb rattles the lives of a group of teenagers and sends investigators searching for answers in the fall of 1995. Um, uh, a meditation on growing up, uh, the passing of time, and the uh, insidious violence that lurks in the suburbs. All right. So, Tachi, what did you think of when the streetlights go on? Well, you know how I can't stand teen angst. (laughs) Oh, it's a teen angst and murder. (laughs) I hate both. And, you know, it it just starts with teen angst right away. So I said, okay, already, I'm not going to like this, I can see. And um, the... um, there's something that, you know, that that's troubling. Obviously, that's supposed to be 1995 or whatever. But, okay, so Christy Monroe is um, one of the, you know, the high school students. And she is basically having this affair with her English teacher. Yuck! And the English teacher does not like a, I just graduated from college type of English teacher where, okay, you're 18, but I'm 20, 23 and I'm a new student teacher. So that's still yuck. But the eight, you know, the age oh, difference. Okay, is Tachi, less. Tachi, thank you so much. I have this in my notes. I gotta say this because I actually looked it up because I was so disturbed by this. Um, because the voiceover, there's a there's a character who's the voiceover. He's he's guiding us through this story. It, uh, it's, right. He's talking about this particular summer of his when he was 15 when these murders happen. And so he said that you know, uh, Mr. Carpenter, uh, was uh was the was the cool uh he was the cool hip young uh english teacher mm-hmm. who uh who let the kids in class talk about movies philosophy and things uh, uh unrelated to the text mr carpenter is played by mark dupas uh and um he's 43 the actor and so is it just me or was this bad casting? Because it's just like he's hip this and young. Now believe me, casting. hearing that a 43 year old is hip and young don't that makes you feel very good <laughs> so, <laughs> just like i'm happy to hear it but 
<laughs> I just don't exactly. think that's, in this case in particular, it does not feel true. It does not no, feel it, true. It, it, it doesn't. I think it was not cast properly because if that's what you wanted to convey, again, you would get somebody who is clearly, you know, a, a fresh out of college new teacher or a student teacher or something like that to kind of make this. But this man is married talking about, I, I'm, I think I'm going to leave my wife. To this, I, I we don't even know that she's a senior. I don't know what how yeah, and, 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 old and no she's... disrespect to to Mark DePass of uh, pronouncing his no, name. No, 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 no. But I'm sorry. The idea that every teenage girl is wait, just like itching to bone him is just. I'm sorry. I just. It's hard to believe this, but okay. Terrible. Terrible. So that just, you know, just just really rubbed me the wrong way when when you know you see things like that. It's like, yeah, this is yeah. And then he's like, oh, but I, you know, because I, why, why are you sure? Because I love you. We could go somewhere else and this could be okay. What? What? Yeah. The, uh, yeah. The idea. Yeah. We don't, we're not sure exactly. I, I don't know if they're going to tell us later in the show how old this girl is, but it just like uh, the idea that he thought they could run away with her is absolute lunacy. Uh, yeah. I don't know. But um, one thing I wanted to say is at the beginning of the episode, uh, we see Chrissy and she's getting ready to go out. And so when she, uh, one of the things I love how they try to convey when this is taking place is Chrissy is getting ready and she's putting on Calvin Klein's CK1. And while, yes. and, and while she's putting on her lipstick, she's listening to Natalie Merchant's uh, Carnival. And so I'm like, wait, is this 1995? Yes, it is. So that's what they're trying to talk. And they're like hitting you over the head. 1995, 1995, 1995. Like, okay, we get it. We get it. And but, see, yo, I'm sorry that you, when when you see things like that, that's trying too hard to set the stage because other things are not falling into place. I'm not saying that's the case, but sometimes that that's the thing. It's like you don't. We will guess that it is a period piece. We will guess. I mean, you don't have to. She's like, she. They they basically did a whole commercial for CK One. <laughs> in, in that in that uh, little scene, there was no need for all of that. It was like, hey, have you seen my CK one? Just because it's for both doesn't mean. You, why don't you just do a damn commercial? You could. Yeah, I thought it was subtly. Ridiculous. It was ridiculous. They need to do things a little more subtly and let the viewer figure out when it's going to happen. Or even if you have, if you feel the viewer is not smart enough, why don't you at the beginning? Well, the, the, narr text. the narrator even tells us in summer 1995, so it, there's no Right, he says the summer of 1995. To, exactly. to hit us over the head with the with the music and everything and the posters and the girls, her, we see her room and her sister's room. It's 1995, it's 1995. Yeah, we get it, we get it. And also, another thing that to me, maybe you won't agree with this, but when, um, she's, when she's about to leave uh, Christy, her mother asked her, like, where is she going? And so she says, oh, I'm going... Uh, I'm going uh, to the library to do homework with Brad. And the father says, curfew's 1045. And she goes, I'll be home at 11. If that had been me, I would have been instantly grounded and going nowhere that night, as opposed to going out and getting quickly murdered. That, that exactly. See? <laughs> ah. <laughs> Had, let me just say, having a uh, a parent who, I'm sorry, you said what? There's no, I would never, first of all, think to open my mouth to say such a, first of all, I don't leave my mother's house past nine o'clock. Even now, if somebody comes and, you know, I happen to be home and somebody comes to visit, hey, you want to, well, if we're not leaving before nine, after nine, if we're not leaving before nine o'clock, nope, 
Because I don't care how old I am. I'm not leaving her house after a certain time. So even now, I would never dare. Okay, so now uh, some people might be upset about us giving away too much, but I'm going to give this away only because this is many episodes, and the first episode is like six minutes, so a lot happens. And so basically, she's in the she's in the car out front and out in front of her house, making out with her English teacher. But her parents are watching TV, so they won't notice that she's making out with her English teacher outside of their house. But as they're doing this, some stranger in a hoodie whose face we can't see has I think I have a ski mask on and a hoodie. gets in the back seat of the car and tells them to drive and they have a gun and so uh the uh the english teacher's like okay mr carper's like let's just do what they, he says and get this over with so he tells them to drive and he tells them to drive and go on this dirt road and then on this gravel road and then when they get to the middle of nowhere he tells them to get out of the car and then uh and turn up the turn on the headlights they get out of the car so he tells them to stand in front of the headlights and then um tells them to take each other's clothes off and then he tells them to make out and and then the, the teacher's like, I don't want to. And then he just shoots him in the head. And then he uh, shoots the girl. And then he walks up to her because she's still alive and shoots her again. And that's the end of the first episode. So this is a little tip from TV channeling Crime Stoppers. Never <laughs> let them take you to a secondary location. The primary location is where you make contact whatever the bad person is with the gun. When you're in front of your own house, does she try to like unlock the door and get out of the car? No, because you are when you're driving, get out and roll, you have a better shot. Or instead of standing together, run in opposite directions into the woods and maybe one of you will live to see the morning come. But no, they do whatever the killer says and then they quickly get killed. So again, the only reason I'm telling you the end of this to save your life. So if you're ever in a situation where somebody has a gun and they're like, now go with me to this. No, the time to fight is where the first location don't go to another location especially Again, what he said gravel road you knew it was exactly oh you know you're gonna get murdered <laughs> and so and so again just a little tip from the tv channeling crime stoppers all right tachi so when it comes to when the lights go on um i'm sorry when the street lights go on are you gonna keep watching i mean are you gonna keep wait let me try this again so tachi Yes. When it comes to Quibbies, when the streetlights go on, are you going to keep streaming or are you going to float on? I have already boarded my hot dog floaty <laughs> and I'm continuing on my trip down the L.A. River. All right. The, flo- the floating continues. Float, float on. Kevin, when it comes to when the streetlights come on or go off, whatever... Are you going to continue watching or float on? I am floating on to the secondary location. Ah, To to the gravel road, okay. (laughs) I don't care. The the girl that, 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 again, the girl that we see get murdered and the teacher who gets murdered, I don't care who they, uh, I didn't like either one of them. Uh, We see like whatever her name is being mean to her sister or whatever. And so it was like, I'm like, oh, please get be the one that gets murdered. And she was, I'm like, yeah. So I was actually excited. That is terrible. (laughs) Not the good sister. I'm glad that she's she's alive for a little bit longer. Um, It's just I don't care. I just uh, uh, so the uh, the production values. It looked really crappy. That's another thing. 
we normally talk about it on the show when I when I go on about how gorgeous the show is and you say like Kevin it is 2019 it is 2020 a show has to look good there is no other option well you know what Quibi disagrees with you Tachi they believe you can do a, a TV show on a phone and so it did not look good uh, the casting was not right. I don't care about the the the. I don't care about the narrator. We don't really know introduced to him other than him saying like I'm the narrator. So I don't I don't care about. I'm not invested in him. I'm not invested in the girl who got murdered. I'm not invested in that super hunky forty three year old super young and hip teacher. I don't care about him. So it's just like why? Who cares? And if you cared even slightly, what you do is just watch the very last six minutes of the of the series to find out. Oh, and the killer was Jeff. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Not Jeff. He's, <laughs> he's everywhere. It was Jeff. All right, Tachi. So, oh, uh, can I our... say one more thing? Sure. On the 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 thing we forgot to mention when he was, you know, the type of teacher that basically lets people do whatever the hell they like. When um, Kurt Cobain committed suicide he played like kurt cobain songs for the well, all of his classes all all day he played like all one day song on repeat one kurt cobain song on repeat all day all day and and they show the girls looking at him all dreamily as he's doing it and just like all right. and here's the thing nobody because this is his mo this is what the hell he does nobody comes in and does observation and sees that this man is just doing whatever the hell what Okay, I find that hard to believe. I just had to add that in. <laughs> okay, yeah, yet another reason to float on. All right, so our last victim, I mean, uh, show we're uh, reviewing is called Dummy. Uh, let's see. Uh, Cody needs a friend. She meets one in Brenda. Uh, I'm sorry, Barbara. Barbara. Uh, Only problem, Barbara is a sex doll with an appetite for adventure. And well, sex. All right, Tachi. So, what did you think of Dummy? <clears throat> what did you think of Dummy? Oh, let me go first. All right. So um, to give you a little, a little bit of a, a feel for what the hell this show is about other than that description. So uh, 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 Cody uh, is um, she's dating a guy who is a television writer uh, who's uh, kind of her boyfriend. And so um, he says to her that you wouldn't be dating me if I uh, didn't have uh, two Emmys. And so she says, I'm not dating you for your Emmys. I'm dating you because you have a really nice house and I hate my apartment. And so as they're making out on his bed, she discovers uh, like a sequence, uh, like, a, like, a, like a little shiny thing that would be on a dress. And so it was like, well, what's this? And um, he's like, ah, 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 ah. And so then she's like, are you cheating on me? And so then he, uh, after some more hemming and hawing, he confesses that it's actually from a dress that was on a sex doll that he purchased from a website from Japan. And so when she, so then uh, oh and also the star of Cody uh is played by Anna Kendricks. So as she, so she's saying like wait, you bought a sex doll and uh uh he, and and she goes, "So you got a sex doll? Uh, is her name Kamiko?" And and because <laughs> she's from Japan and and so she goes, "Can I see it?" And he's like, "No." Uh, he goes, "Oh, let me see. Let me see Kamiko. Let me see her." And so then and he gets upset and and she goes, "No, I'm I'm not kink shaming you." Which I didn't know if that was a thing 
thing. That's a term I didn't even know. I know about slut shaming, but I know if there was kink. I guess if you can slut shame, you can kink shame. And so I guess you could shame anything, yeah. Yeah, and so so basically she was saying like, no, I love that we're super honest with each other and that we can uh, share our kinks or whatever. So I'm cool with it. But if you don't want to share it with me, fine. All right. So then, um, uh, uh, so then, uh, she wants to go to sleep, and he goes, "You're not in the mood." And so then. Uh, you know, can we do something? She goes, no, I just want to go to sleep. I'm just, I'm really tired. And he goes, uh, tired enough for sexy autopsy. And so then she replies, okay, so am I a pretty corpse or am I effed up? And so that's when I realized like, you know what, when they, when they rated this one for mature TVMA, they weren't kidding. This is a super mature show. In fact, I wish I had a parent with me as I when I was watching it. I, I needed, did. I did not feel right watching. <laughs> I needed parental guidance. So um, anyway, so it. So what happens is Anna Kendrick and her partner fall asleep, and we we cut to Anna Kendrick on a toilet peeing, and, I, and that's something I just, I'm only mentioning it to say I want to say something about this because this just bugs me. I don't know if you feel the same way about this, but this bugs me personally. I don't know why something happened where both TV shows and movies have to show people urinating, uh, going to the bathroom, and they also have to show people throwing up. Because there used to be a time when someone threw up on TV where they throw up and their head would go down and you would hear them, but you wouldn't see it. Yes. Uh, or you'd see their head in a toilet. But now we have to actually see the vomit come out of their mouth. We have to hear their, the, their, uh, their urine hitting the water. I just like... To, to prove that you're edgy there's enough stuff in this show about a sex doll come to life that's edgy enough without us having to hear anna kendrick peeing Un- and see her unnecessary on absolutely unnecessary so anyway so as she as she gets out leaves the bathroom she hears somebody calling to her and then she goes to the other bedroom in the house and she hears this voice calling her from the closet and it's the sex doll talking to her and she says kamiko and she goes who the hell the sex doll replies who the hell is kamiko and she goes oh i'm sorry i i nicknamed you kamiko because you know you're from japan and so she goes that's super racist uh my name is barbara and so uh basically kamiko should we talk about what kamiko the favor the kamiko or i'm sorry barbara i'm being racist now too the 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 the, no, you. <laughs> the the favor that Barbara wants uh Anna Kendrick to do for her in in a minute. Let me just go back to the Kamiko thing. I didn't like that because it took them entirely too long to re- address that as racist. So if in the thing you decide, you know what, this is not for me. I'm going to stop watching. You end up thinking that she just gets, she's just Kamiko and there's no resolution to that. So I don't like the fact that you even had to go there and well, why even put that in? That was dumb. Okay, I, I guess it's, it's, it's for the point for the so the sex doll can be the one that's calling her on it. <laughs> the, the idea the sex well, doll. Well, and see, that's exactly the thing. An, an inanimate object is calling her on it, making it not real. You you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I get it. I get it. So uh, I wasn't pleased with that. Okay, so again, this is uh, normally we're a family podcast, but it's about to get a little bit more graphic. And again, when I use terms like effed up or effing they're not using those they're using the full-on they're not yeah they're not holding back again we anna kendrick peeing so if that's your thing this is the show for you but um 
the so the sex doll is like i need a, i need a favor and so she's like uh, basically the sex doll wants to be washed by anna kendrick because of the fact that that her boyfriend has been using her frequently and not really cleaning her so to speak mm, and so i was just like wow this is this is graphic stuff they're not getting around and they and they go into great detail about i think you can guess what i'm what i'm getting at uh so yeah so kamiko wants uh, to be cleaned uh and uh yeah so um and also uh, another thing that again this when this is when this is read in ma for a reason um at one point kamiko upset that anna kendrick will not you keep calling her kamiko oh sorry okay I'm being rich. Barbara. Barbara. Barbara Barbara, uh, gets so upset that Anna Kendrick will not, you know, uh, clean her nether regions for her that she refers to uh, Anna Kendrick as a see you next Tuesday. I think, are you you guys all with me? See I had to spell, yes. Next Tuesday. Are you, everybody? Everybody, you need a notepad to write it down. No, 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 we right. got it. Okay, <laughs> so, um, uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. So, if you like this kind of thing, this kind of, um, I guess raunchy kind of humor, but also the the animation for uh, I almost called her Kamiko again for Barbara is really to me disturbing. The animation, the the look of her face as it's moving is really creepy. It's very uh, creepy. So, yeah, so I only watched I try to watch like like the first two episodes of these shows, but I could after the just the see you next Tuesday and her and the whole thing about what needs to be cleaned out of her and everything was a it was enough for me to be like, yeah, I don't need to watch anymore. So, Tachi, what are your thoughts? Do I really need to echo <laughs> what you I just really thought that it it was too much. You know, and it's, it has nothing to do with, I think there are ways that you can talk about these types of things and do it kind of through innuendo. And even if you're talking about it, it doesn't have to be as like, what is that? The difference between that and like, it's not like a true porno. Again, I haven't watched all the episodes, so I don't know, but what's the difference between the talk and that and this one? You know what I'm saying? You could do things in a different way where you still get the point and you don't have to, because I was like, yuck. After that, I was just not right. I'm like, I don't need to hear her. Yeah, all I don't, of this. I don't want to hear the term crusty unless I'm watching the British Bake Off. Exactly. So, yeah. Exactly. Why, why would you say that? You know what I'm saying? And, oh. Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so uh, one mm-hmm. thing I do, I do, I think it's important to say that Anna Kendrick is convinced that she's hallucinating uh, Barbara. Damn it, you want to say Kamiko? Uh, <laughs> she's hallucinating Barbara as being able to speak uh, because she took a bunch of melatonin gummy bears and she's also high on pot. So Which she's were expired. <laughs> yeah, that were expired of, of melatonin gummy bears. And so she's convinced that that once she's, you know, sober, that Kamiko will not be talking to her. But, but since this is a TV show, my guess is Kamiko will still be talking to her once she's a judge sober. Of course, otherwise it would be no TV show. Exactly. So, Tachi, as if I don't know the answer already, because it's we're, uh, people are hanging on the edge of their seats for our votes on this. Yes. Tachi. When it comes to Quibi's dummy, are you going to keep streaming or float on? First of all, I want to know the dummy who came up with this. That's number one. 
Number two, there was no need for me to even stop because I'm still on that hot dog floaty down the LA river. This was, I mean, it was awful. And it's not anything about being prudish or not. It, it was just awful and really in poor taste. So there's one thing about being adult and raunchy and it's like, oh, okay. But this is like, like raunchy for no reason. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, no, if you're, if you're going to be gross, gross out humor, it better be damn funny. They're just like, exactly. I, I can, I can forgive you being gross. If I'm laughing, I'm like, I can't even damn you. Are you making me laugh at this? But I wasn't laughing uh, about, you know, the, the sex toy wanting to, wanting to be cleaned up. Just was like, ugh. I, I was just picturing the writer's room for the people who came up with this, a bunch of, of, frat boys or your former frat boys who just came up with it and thought it would be funny. And other, you know, not just frat boys, but probably <laughs> sorority girls, former who, who thought it would be funny and like, Oh yeah, that would where in, in what world is this funny? It's not funny. The humor is not funny. And like you said, some things are forgivable when it's funny. That's unforgivable and not funny. So <clears throat> yeah. No. <clears throat> what? Are you ask me anything? Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> I'm just so disturbed by this. <laughs> when it comes to what's the name of this damn show? Dummy. Are you going to keep watching or will you float float on? All right, yeah. Not only am I out of the stream, I have my clothes on. I'm completely dry. I'm walking away from the river. So, yeah, no. Um, and also, I don't understand how, what Anna Kendrick, this is, she's a bona, she's been in movies. She's a bona fide movie star. Why did she agree? Are they holding one of her parents hostage or something, Quibi? How, how do they get, how, uh, what? How did she agree to do this? I am stunned, Anna. I don't. Why did you say yes to this? Someone's holding your pet hostage or something. I can't figure it out. Yeah, you know what? If, in fact, pick. if Anna Kendrick's willing to say yes to this, we need to basically slide into her DMs because she would. Be, she's going to be the third TV channeler because we're gonna, she's going to be a regular on our show. If she'd agree <laughs> to do that, she'll definitely agree to be a part of this podcast. Oh, but that's not saying a lot. This is a stellar podcast. That show is trash. And we, you know what? We will not call her a see you next Tuesday. So all the more reason for you to join us, Anna. Absolutely. We have room for you over here. Oh, my God, Tachi. I can't believe we've come to another, uh, the end of another uh, uh, episode of TV Channel, but not just a regular episode, the end of our Quibi series. We really, I feel like you can't still be Quibi curious after listening to TV Channeling. We have answered all of your Quibi questions. There's no way. We reviewed 28 shows. Is that right? No. <laughs> I'm sorry, 16. Because we... Yeah, we did right? four each episode. Four, four each, each episode. episode. So, yeah, 16. It feels like 28, though. Yeah, but... so, yeah your, your curiosity should be satisfied. Oh, gosh. You can't talk that way after that, that, that last <laughs> review. I, I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> All right, Tachi. So how can people listen to our podcast other than how they're listening right now? Well, if you are curious, not just Quibi curious, but curious about the other things that we do, we'd love for you to listen and subscribe on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, 
TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio. You can listen on WJMSRadio.com every Tuesday and Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. And if you can't remember any of that, go to TVChanneling.com and go ahead and hit our episodes button and you will be able to, or the episodes tab rather, you'll be able to listen to past episodes plus the new episodes. And when you subscribe, it drops right away and you could, you know what's coming and you know what's coming. Of course you do because you subscribe. But <laughs> so <laughs> when, when you subscribe, it comes right to you. So there's no guesswork. And if you can, please leave a lovely review for us because we love great reviews. Oh, we do. We do. Kevin, in case they want to know more about Quibi or agree with our assessments of these terrible shows we reviewed today. <laughs> <laughs> how can they reach us on social all right if you work at quibi and you want to complain about how we're trying to destroy your platform uh, you can reach out to us to threaten us on several different platforms you can threaten us on uh facebook you can threaten us on instagram and you can try to uh tell find out how you can kill me over on twitter my personal oh, favorite platform to be threatened on so um oh, if there's something going on in pop culture or in entertainment that you want to hear our take on let us know if there is a tv show you'd like us to review that isn't on quibi let us know we would love to hear from you we'd love to review it and if there is a show you'd like us to recap or if you'd like to recap an episode of a, your one of your favorite shows and share it with us you can do that too via the anchor app just search for tv channeling reruns and share a voice message about either a question or recap an episode of your favorite show and we just might play it on the show that's right and so that brings us to the end of another tv channeling episode this was super fun kevin thank you Oh, thank you, Touchy. I had, I had, a, even though the shows were horrible, I had a great time. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what made it a great time talking about these horrible shows. <laughs> so the Quibi chapter is closed. You won't hear us talking about that again. Well, never say never. But the Quibi chapter is closed for now. And we're going to allow you to get back to what it was you were doing before. Thank you so much for listening. We'll sign off the way we always do. Bye from Tachi. And goodbye from Kevin. And remember, if you're watching it, we're talking about it from a leaky flotation device. With a Pink's hot dog. Cheers. <laughs> Bye.